You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 80. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, Yummy Mummies, how are you? Woo! We got a good episode coming at ya. Okay. So here's what I want to talk to you about today. Feelings. Ooh. Okay. And are you an emotional eater? This is so insightful for so many of us. So before we dive in, sometimes you guys know I love as a client comment to share what we are celebrating inside the experience. And today I just want to share with you a couple quote unquote, small things that are actually huge things. There's like a little bit of a theme here. (laughs) So in one of the experiences, we had someone celebrating that they were able to put their wedding rings on and weren't panicking that it would get stuck when taking them off. Like this is a big deal. You guys wearing your wedding rings is a big deal. Not wearing your wedding rings is a big deal. Another client had posted that her oldest son had junior prom and that it was so freeing to be in the picture with him. She said she was celebrating him and not worrying about how she looked. Okay. Again, another seemingly small thing that is a huge deal being in pictures with your children on these milestone events is everything and not wanting to be in them or feeling like you can't is you robbing you of your life. I am so in over celebration with these two clients. Another client came in and said, my husband told me I look great and I can't remember the last time I was this thin. What? I mean, this is again, seemingly small, little passing compliments, being in pictures, rings fitting. This is making up our lives because when those things are not happening, we're so over-focused, right? We are feeling so defeated, so disappointed. We feel like we're missing out. So I just want you guys to be in the possibility that if it's available for my clients, if it's available for me, it's available for you. Like I'm like super uber passionate about making you guys know that this is possible for you. Like crazy. This is possible for you. The only way to lose weight is not keto is not over restriction is not cleansing cleanses. There's another possibility for you. Like I'm just, I'm getting crazy. I know, but like it is It's not even me. It's something in my gut that's like, you have to let them know. So that is, I mean, there are, you guys, pages upon pages of things that my yummy mummies are celebrating inside the experience. And this is available to you too. So I highly encourage you to get on that list. If you want to do it in a new way, the weight loss in a new way, if you want to end the struggle and you want to have fun doing it, you want to do something that's actually doable and eventually effortless. Like this is, a, it doesn't have to be this crazy white knuckly struggle. It doesn't have to be that thing that you tried before. There can be a new way. Sometimes we look at possibility and we're like, well, there's two choices. There's either me starving myself and being skinny or there's me (laughs) eating what I want, what I want and being 
overweight or not at my dream weight or not at my natural weight. And some of, for some of us, it's like not even eating what I want when I want, right? It's like, I'm basically eating healthy and I'm still not where I want to be, right? There's another choice. Over restriction does not have to be the answer. The yummy mummy experience can be the answer. It is possible. Like I never thought that it was, I never even thought it was possible to lose weight for the last time. So crazy. So I'm having this like impassioned feeling where it's like, I have to tell you that this is available to you if you want it. Okay. So that's that guys, guess what? This is like, I gave you the client comment and now I want to give you like the thing that's happening in my life. That is fun. What do we even call it? I don't even know, but we hit 50,000 downloads as a podcast. So I just wanted to thank you for being in this community. I feel you out there. I feel like we're besties. I know what it's like to listen to a podcast every week. So I'm with you. We are doing this together. It's so cool. So we hit 50,000 pod downloads, I think today, which is a huge milestone. It was so funny because my brain didn't want to celebrate it. My brain was like, no, that's not that great. Like we have to wait until we get to a hundred thousand. And then when we get to a hundred thousand, then we can celebrate. And I was like, fuck that shit, Laura, we're going to celebrate 50,000 because we, (laughs) oh my God, are the embodiment of over celebration. So that means we celebrate 50,000. So there, so will you please raise a glass to this yummy mummy podcast? What a privilege it has been to put this out every single week. I hope it is helping you in some way, shape, or form. It is my mission to help at least. Now it's like at least. I'm like, because now I like realize how many people like exist in the world. (laughs) It is my mission to help at least 1 million moms be free. Be free the moms. That's the movement. It's called free the moms movement. That's what we're doing here. Okay? Okay. So are you an emotional eater? Stay with me. If you're like, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to help you determine whether or not you are. Okay. And some of you are like, oh no, I'm totally an emotional eater. So some of us know we're emotional eaters. And then some of us don't identify as an emotional eaters or as emotional eaters. It doesn't really matter. This episode is going to be for all y'all, all y'all, all y'all, y'all. Guys, I really wish I just said y'all like as a part of my vernacular because I don't like love you guys and I don't like, I don't know, maybe I will just say y'all. Maybe it's going to be my new thing. I went to school in the South, you know, I went to school, Elon University, go Phoenix. Did you guys know that my son is named after our mascot because I met my husband in college? How cheesy is that? All right. You know what? Let's not talk about an emotion state. Let's just have me talk on this podcast about random shit, like how we named my son and where we went to college. <laughs> Maybe I'm in avoiding an emotion right now. Okay. How to know if you are an emotional eater. If you eat four things other than physical hunger, you might be an emotional eater. Okay. So what does that look like? There are two types of emotional eaters. 
You might be both. There's the type of emotional eater that eats for positive emotions. So celebrations, dinners out, vacation eating, all of that eating that's like for celebration or fun or excitement or because it's like the highlight or for reward. That's eating for positive emotions. Now, some of you might eat for negative emotions like, remember you guys, P.S. Side note, yoo-hoo, negative emotions are not bad, okay? Negative emotions are not bad. They're a part of life. Literally had a client today that was like, oh my God, I'm really fucking skinny and I still have negative emotions. What's happening? (laughs) She's like, I just thought that when I was skinny that the world would be perfect. I know. I'm like, I know, girl. Me too. (laughs) I just thought when I was fill in the blank, then everything in the world would be perfect, right? And it's amazing, right? Being at your natural weight is so amazing, but there's still emotions. And if we can use our weight loss as a way to gain emotional intelligence, then it's not that big of a deal. Feeling a negative emotion is really not a problem. Okay, so... Maybe you eat for stress or boredom or restlessness or sadness, right? Now, our culture will depict being an emotional eater as somebody who gets really stressed or really overwhelmed, right? You guys know the imagery. And she has the longest day. The kids are screaming. Her boss is emailing. She was late to da-da-da. And then she comes home and she puts on her mama form and she gets the kids to bed and she sits down on the couch and eats an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream and then grabs some chips and then starts picking at the fill in the blank, right? And she has like this whole binge. That's how our culture will depict an emotional eater. And I never identified as an emotional eater because I wasn't like a huge binger right? But I was overeating because I wasn't at my natural weight. That's how you know if you're overeating. If you're not at your natural weight, you're overeating. It might not look or feel like big binges. It really could be a handful of nuts here or grilled cheese crust there. Maybe you just need to learn how to feel emotions like boredom Or maybe you need to learn how to celebrate your friend's birthday without overindulging or overeating. And maybe it could be better. But I feel like we're not taught how to feel emotion. So don't worry, I'm going to teach you. So first of all, we have to decide, are you an emotional eater? Are you eating for reasons other than physical hunger? Most of us, yes. Are you at your natural weight? If you're listening to this podcast, most likely No, it's okay. It's not wrong. It's not bad. You don't even have to want to be at your natural weight. If you don't want to be at your natural weight, it's fine. But those of us that are not at our natural weight, it's because we're overeating food and we're not using food for what it's for, which is to fuel our bodies. That's it. That's the purpose of food, plain and simple. It's not to soothe. It's not to comfort. It's not to avoid. It's not to escape. It's not to celebrate. Now, can we use food to celebrate once in a while or to get some pleasure once in a while? Yes. I just am taking the stance that it can't be the number one thing in our lives, the thing that we desire the most in our lives. It's got to be like number seven, right? I still enjoy food. 
I still love eating, but it's not the most important thing in my life. It's not ruling my life. It's number seven. I don't really know what number it is, but let's just say it's number seven, right? It's in its place. It's in alignment. My desire for food, the way that I eat food is in alignment with the way that I want to live. Okay. You'll know too, if you're using food kind of as a, um, false pleasure, right? Where it's giving you this net negative and you're eating it and you're eating it and you're overeating it. And then the next day you feel hungover from it and you cannot bottom out at your natural weight. That is a false pleasure because it's giving you a net negative. It's not giving you what you want. So you can kind of look at like the things that you do in your life. Are they true pleasures or are they false pleasures? Are they giving you a net positive and net neutral or a net negative? Okay. So How do you actually feel a feeling? Maybe you're like, you know what, Laura? I I think you're right. I think I actually might, or at least I'm willing to explore. I think I might be an emotional eater. And I think I don't really want to be an emotional eater anymore. And I kind of want to like at least try using food for what it's for. I want to at least try just eating for physical hunger and not emotional hunger. You're like, okay, I'm on board. I could see this. I could see this being cool. I told you guys I was in a mood today. I told you I was in a mood. Okay, so first of all, let's define what a feeling or an emotion is. Okay, because I use the two words interchangeably. Feeling is an emotion. Emotion is a feeling. So a feeling or an emotion is a vibration, a vibration in your body that's created with a thought in your brain. Now, sometimes it will not feel like that. It will not feel like the thought came first and then the feeling or the emotion came second. It just depends if you're a little bit more neck up or you're in your body. Are you more intellectual or are you more grounded and in your body? Again, Neither is right or wrong. It's just helpful to kind of get to know yourself. So a feeling or an emotion is a vibration in your body. We create those vibrations with thoughts that we think, right? And none of our emotions are bad or wrong. Okay. I really like feel like I need to drill that in because I don't think we were taught that. This is how you feel a feeling. First, you have to be willing to do it. So I like to teach now, the now feeling work. And I like to use now as an acronym. Okay. So now N name it, name the vibration in your body. This might take a little practice, but I want you to bet on yourself. I want you to believe that you are doing it right. When you do this practice, I want you to believe that you are doing it right because your brain will want to be like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I think I'm making this up. And you want to know why your brain wants to do that? Because your brain wants to eat emotionally because your brain knows that if it can get you to eat emotionally, then it can get a little hit of dopamine. It wants dopamine. Your lower brain, your primitive brain's job is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Seek pleasure getting food and getting that dopamine hit pain, maybe feeling a feeling, but you'll see it's not, it's really not that bad. You guys, I got to sell you on this. It's really not that bad. And your lower brain also has the job 
because it thinks that we live a hundred thousand years ago and it thinks that we live in caves and it thinks that we have to eat as much food as possible all the time. It doesn't know. And it's our job to tell our brain, Hey, brain, food is readily available. Food is readily available. What? So cool to just remind your brain. We don't have to eat all the time. It's fine. We're going to get another meal in like three and a half hours. Come fuck down brain. Now, N, name it. This is the acronym I'm going to teach you. Now feeling work. The N is for name it. Wow. I'm experiencing a vibration in my body. I think that vibration is anxiety. Yes, that feels right. It's anxiety. Or maybe, ooh, this feels like restlessness. Or, ooh, you guys, P.S., you can Google, type in like feelings wheel or feelings chart, and you'll get these cool wheels that will come up and they will show you all different kinds of feelings. It's kind of fun to play around with. I would do this with your positive emotions too, right? Ooh, I'm feeling disappointed. Oh, wow. I'm feeling proud. I'm feeling curious. I'm feeling perplexed, whatever. So that's kind of like side note, fun thing to Google feelings wheel, feelings chart, and you'll get these cool charts. And I think it can really help our emotional intelligence to be curious about the exact feeling and name it. You'll see, I think it is the whole, the people that write the whole brain child, they talk about name it to tame it. And I'm not talking about like, we need to tame these emotions in a way where we're resisting them. But they say, hey, name it to tame it. And that just means when you name it, you kind of get like, at least for me and my experience and my clients, you kind of get like an exhale, like a little bit of relief. Like, oh, that's what that is. That's okay. And that brings me to O, N, O, and now, N, O. O is I want you to okay it. I want you to say to yourself, oh, it's okay. Oh, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling bored. It's okay. And you really have to (laughs) sell yourself on this because you may not have been taught that it was okay. You may not feel like it is safe to feel certain feelings. Your parents may have taught you, and I'm going to want you to explore this question. Your parents or society may have taught you that it's, it's not okay to feel that feelings are for fixing, right? Or that feelings are for pushing down or you need to suck it up, right? A lot of us were not taught that it is okay to feel. Okay. So in name it, this is anxiety. Then okay. it. It's okay that I am experiencing this feeling. And then W watch it, witness it. I want you to get into this. Okay. You guys, I really want you to get curious. How is it moving? Is it, does it have a color? Where is it in my body? Is it thumping around? Is it hard? Is it soft? Is it fast or is it slow? Is it shiny? Is it dull? What is it doing now? Does it have a message for me? Does it want to tell me anything? Do I want to tell it anything? So interesting. I love to think like, this is just a vibration. Like, come on and you can stay as long as you like. I'd like to remind myself, nothing's gone wrong here. This is really just a vibration in my body, right? Sometimes I like to remind myself like, of course I'm feeling this way. 
I'm having this thought that's creating this feeling, right? Or of course I'm feeling this way. This is like the human experience. I'm going to feel shame or guilt or restlessness or defeat or fill in the blank emotion. I'm going to feel this emotion for the rest of my life. This is the part of what I signed up for. That's really helpful. Like you signed up. I don't know if you signed up or the universe signed you up or God signed you up. I don't know, but you are signed up for life. And in that signing upness is the contract that states you have to feel the full gamut of emotions. If you want the full human experience, maybe you don't want the full human experience. That's okay too. But I will tell you, I love the full human experience because when I let myself practice the now feeling work, it feels real and it feels true. And if there really isn't any resistance, it really doesn't feel like negative emotions are bad. There's actually some like bliss and some connectedness and some, oh, just like real raw authenticity there. It deepens my relationship with myself. I get to deepen my relationship with myself when I'm willing to feel. And I love that. And I grow in that. And I don't eat or fill in the blank other behavior that I don't want to do. Like over scrolling, like not recording a podcast (laughs) and instead scrolling or shopping on Amazon, over shopping on Amazon, right? None of these things, eating, shopping, scrolling are bad in them themselves, unless they're taking you away from what it is you want to create. So this is really going to be part one in a series that I'm going to do on feelings for you guys, because I don't want to just brush over this subject. It is so important that you at least explore. And that's what I want your takeaway to be this week. You at least explore. And even if you've already been in the exploration of there's more work for you. And I don't mean that in a heavy way. I mean that. in can you be in wonder? Can you be in curiosity about your feelings, your emotional life, right? Even if you're like, Oh, done that work. Cause that's what I, that's what I do. I'm like, Oh, did that check. It's like, no, 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 Laura, <laughs> we're going to be working on feeling our feelings for the rest of our life. And what a beautiful experience that can be. There's so much truth in it. So that's what I want you to just explore for this week. And then we'll get into some more examples and a little deeper into feelings work next week and then possibly the week after. So am I an emotional eater? Ask yourself that. How am I eating emotionally? How am I eating emotionally when I think I'm eating for physical hunger, right? Because the deeper you do this work, the more sneaky your brain will get. My guess is there's so many opportunities, right? Because even when we go back for seconds, what is that emotion about? Oftentimes we eat because we want to soothe or comfort or avoid or escape an emotion like stress or overwhelm or sadness or grief, or again, fill in the blank emotion, but hear me loud and clear on this one. This is where it gets a little bit more nuanced. Oftentimes we eat for emotional reasons because we're not experiencing like a huge emotion. 
But what we don't want is to experience the emotion that we'll be left with when we don't eat the thing. This is a really good way for you to get to know yourself, right? So say you're like, oh, I just want to go in there and get a handful of cheddar bunnies. Oh, I just want to go in there and just get a little bit of dried mango, just a little honk. That'll give me the pick up, pick me up I need, right? Doesn't feel like this huge emotional eat, but if you're like, no, thank you. I don't want to eat that. What you're left with possibly is a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of restlessness and not having that and saying no, thank you to yourself for your bigger goals, right? So it's kind of a double whammy. There's like Oh, I just want it, right? That actually is an emotional eat because you'd be eating for desire, not fuel, right? Isn't that so interesting? I just had a client go through this. She was saying, you know what? I really conquered not eating for sadness. I really conquered not eating for stress. But what I can't seem to conquer is eating because I just want it. And she was like talking about the shake shack buns. And she was like, Oh, they're so pillowy and soft and like buttery. And she was totally glamorizing the buns. I mean, literally when she was describing it to me, I was like, Oh my God, girlfriend, my mouth is starting to water. (laughs) So then my other client's like, maybe that bun is covered in roundup. And we were all like laughing so hard. Anyways, did I already tell you guys that story? Anyways, I just thought it was so funny. So my point is an emotional eat can be desire. Desire is an emotion, a feeling caused by a thought like, oh, I just want it. It's so pillowy and buttery. I just really want it. It's just really good. Then you create the feeling of desire, right? And so what that client actually did, she was like, oh, I can use the same sentence that I used for sadness or stress. Now I can say to myself, oh, Huh. I don't eat for desire. I eat for physical hunger. I eat for fuel. Don't eat for desire anymore. That's just not who I am. That is so clever, her brain and our brains, right? My brain. It's like, Ooh, but I just want it. And that's not emotional eating. That's just a desire. No, that's an emotional eating. Desire is an emotion, right? Can you guys see that? So just get, you don't have to do it right. Right. Again, this is a lifelong practice. You don't have to do it right. I just want you to be in exploration because when we really feel our feelings through, when we're like naming it, okaying it, and watching it, then negative feelings actually aren't negative because they don't turn into anything bad. Remember you guys, the think, feel, act cycle. If you think I want it and then you create the feeling of desire and then you act and you eat it, that's when the negative emotion actually becomes unintentional. I don't even want to say the word bad, right? But when you don't feel the negative emotion, it can go in to your action line and it can turn into over scrolling or snapping at your kids or retreating or whatever the thing is. And again, if you do have some unintentional behavior, also okay, because you're a human and we're going to be in this learning and growing process for the rest of our lives. We don't just like one day arrive in perfection and are done. No, no, this is a practice. Let's have fun doing this practice. Okay. So go get aware of your feelings. They are vibrations in your body. Practice feelings and feelings. 
Practice feeling some negative ones, some positive ones, and have fun with it. Get curious. Am I an emotional eater? Right? And even if you discover you are an emotional eater, it's really, that's also not bad, right? It's just really good information. It's actually kind of a huge aha. Okay. That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. I hope you guys have the best week ever. I will see you next week. Let's do a little bit more feelings work next week. Okay. I love you the most. Ciao to ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.